The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to the masculine journey. We are glad that you are with us today. And, and, and honestly, I have to admit, I'm really glad to be here today, but I really missed last week's show. Don't you, Robbie? Don't you miss last week's show a little bit? Yeah, it's hard to leave boot camp. I mean, it is. It's just like, oh man, we got to go back to the real world. <laughs> yeah, you know, those those four days, or three three days and one night, when you first start, it seemed like there's so much time, and then all of a sudden it's over. And uh, and then it's back, back to uh, the real world, which is good. But we come back more prepared, which is always nice. In studio today, I have Robbie and Vinny and friend of the show, Jim Barecki. Jim, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. We, uh, we, Jim graciously came uh, to spend some time with us, but our other friend, Jim, that you hear on the show once in a while, actually gave us the topic for the show today and then didn't come. So And sent his friend, Jim. It's, but that's all right. It's going to be good. I like Jim. So it's good. It's sort of a gym trick is what it is. It's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. They yeah. switch gyms on us. Replacement gym. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's it's a right. replacement gym. Yeah, there you go. Boot camp was just an amazing experience, and uh, last week, if you didn't get to listen to the show, we had a chance to talk to people at the boot camp live and kind of just talk about what God had done in their life up to that point. Now, keeping in mind, we're about to the midway point when we talk with people, and and so God comes in and does still some really more tremendous things for the rest of the weekend, and and so it'd be great if we could, you know, do that on the back end of the the boot camp. But it was just a Amazing to hear some of the stuff that God had already done in people's lives. Yeah, in my case, um, he gave me back my voice by the end of the movie. <laughs> so yeah. I, the first night I had totally lost it and didn't get it back until near the end. Yeah, you'd be talking and then there'd be nothing. Your mouth was, your lips were moving. But he said was I was doing a Peter Brady and puberty um, <laughs> imitation. <laughs> There's time for a change. <laughs> Well, that's a better, not a better time to go to the clip than now. Our first clip, in our intro, it talks about a man's heart craves adventure. But we don't always live that way. And so our first clip, Robbie, if you want to tell us a little bit about this clip, because you chose it. Right. Well, one of the first talks we do at boot camp is the core desires of man's heart, which, you know, if you listen to the show enough, I'm hoping you have some idea that those are, uh, you know, an adventure to live a battle to fight and a beauty to rescue. And the adventure to live part for me, um, it just spoke volumes because for so many years of my own life, and, and when I think about it back in the days when I actually had health, you know, and vigor and youth and all those, those were the years that I was stuck behind the boob tube too scared to go out and live the adventure and certainly not even aware of what the adventure would be in the Christian life. And so... You know, this clip just speaks volumes to me on, you know, where the gold lies, so to speak. Uh, how do you... Um, I said, uh, wait a minute, uh, Sam, I think I better set this up a yeah. second or they'll be going, what in the world yeah, is this? I was kind of going, what in the world is this? No, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> this guy, his name is Tyler, and Tyler is a botanist or some kind of a... Yeah, yeah he is. He's a geologist is, or something. Some kind of research 
biologist, actually. And he's supposed to study wolves, and he's been behind the boob tube all his life, but he is still young, and he gets an opportunity to go to Alaska, of all places, and live with wolves in Alaska. And so when we pick up the story, poor Tyler, who's never gone camping in his life, better yet he's going to go live with wolves by himself in Alaska. During the winter. Right. Is in an airplane with a fairly crazy individual by the name of Rosie, who is navigating him through the mountains of Alaska, Tyler's eyes are bigger than all get out. You can't see that. But Rosie's going to teach uh, Tyler one of the other places where you can find some gold. Uh, how do you... Uh, uh, ah, don't worry about a thing. I feel my way through these mountains blindfolded all the time. Tell me, Tyler. What's in the Valley of the Blackstone? What is it, manganese? Can't be oil. Is it gold? It's kind of hard to say. <laughs> uh, you're a smart man, Tyler. Keep your own counsel. We're all of us prospectors up here, eh, Tyler? <laughs> Scratching for that, for that one crack in the ground. I'll never have to scratch again. I'll let you know on a little secret, Tyler. The gold's not in the ground. The gold's not anywhere up here. The real gold is south of 60. Sitting in living rooms. Stuck facing the boob tube. Bored to death. Bored to death, Tyler. What chose, uh, caused you to choose to pick that clip? Well, another little, you know, point of information is when Rosie says it's down south of 60. He's talking about the 60th parallel. Mm-hmm. And down in the United States where there are so many people sitting behind the boob tube. And, of course, you know, Tyler's out on an adventure. They make a whole movie out of it, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and through that, he gains life. Not living through vicariously through somebody else, but gaining 
his life. And, of course, I'm, I'm showing this on the uh, Adventure to Live idea, and we are on a treasure hunt in a boot camp to try to discover what God's heart's like and in so get an idea of our own heart so we can get our heart back. And, and God, um, is, he loves adventure. And the thing that I discovered more in this boot camp or, or the thing that God showed me was that God in his heart is a risk taker. He's a risky God. He gave me free will. That's a pretty risky proposition. He gave Sam free will and to give Vinny Menino free will, I mean, that's a risk. You got to, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? So what what are your thoughts, Jim, as you were listening to that? Oh, it, it, for starters, kind of took me back to, to Alaska, if you will, <laughs> where uh, uh, the other Jim and I had uh, went uh, about three or four years ago and found myself uh, piloting a boat through Glacier Bay. Uh, the captain is out in the middle of Glacier Bay in a small uh, um, aluminum bottom boat with an outboard motor that he had just ran out of gas, and he's calling me on the radio uh, saying, Jim, can you come find me? <laughs> and so I, I kind of found myself back in that that place where... Uh, uh, Adventure, Jim. Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, where uh, the, the, the head of the uh, uh, organization that we were there, uh, we were going, we had went to... Uh, a similar boot camp, if you will, was uh, in panic mode as I'm uh, venturing off the path of uh, where we were supposed to pilot the boat and heading out into the middle of Glacier Bay to find our captain. But there was life there, right? I oh, mean, yes, absolutely. Of, well, yeah, after you freak out a little bit. You know, one of the things about this boot camp um, was this was <clears> a, a bigger adventure for us. We've done boot camps. But, you know, we God took us on an adventure. We had new equipment a new location everything was kind of new not not the concepts but it was just a lot of newness and a lot of opportunity for things not to necessarily work 100 percent correctly you know that you may not have known this from listening to the clip but at the point that you heard the guy screaming and banging on the toolbox that was rosie and had you been there on Wednesday night when we were set up, <laughs> and, you know the camp itself had some audio and video equipment that we had originally thought <laughs> we might use. And there was a little banging on the box. And, uh, you know, you saw and you were like, Robbie, is it time to take a break? <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we had to take a break because it, it, it was at the point where something would work and a few minutes later it wouldn't work. And it was just like we were scratching our head. Now, Vinny, I know that you kind of your face kind of lit up about the adventure God takes in giving you free will. Um, but we all have that free will, and that is a risk for God a little bit, isn't it? Say that again. Okay. <laughs> God loves you so much that he trusts you with your free will, but that's a risky kind of thing. It sure is. Whoops, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it sure is. Sam, that was a hard question. I feel like I know, I'm in I, the seventh grade and uh, that was talking that. to Mrs. O'Connell. And uh, Well, I'm not going to smack you with a ruler, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know. Adventure, if we're talking about adventure, yeah. uh, I've been through a couple of places and uh, times that the adventure really scared me. You know, uh, mm -hmm. just like that young man in the plane. What do I do with this stick? You know, uh, stir the sauce, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you <laughs> know, what happens, I think, to men with this whole adventure thing is 
they either turn turn to it for the whole answer of their life and you know everything's about adventure i'm gonna go play golf every saturday and you know and nothing wrong with playing golf i'm not saying that but that if that's the biggest adventure and that's you're not using it to challenge yourself or walk with god in the midst of some things it's probably not the adventure we're kind of talking about you know these are the adventures where god takes you out of your comfort zone right and proves to you that he is god and he's there with you and what's really cool is it awakens the heart and it makes it come alive and we see it every boot camp sam men have never had a chance to shoot a gun never had a chance to go fishing never had fathers to walk them through stuff like that and to see their hearts come alive as they shoot that rifle the first it's something to see yeah, I know mine jumped a little bit shooting the handgun <laughs> this time. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about adventure. We're going to talk about the beauty, and we're going to talk about God as Father. If you want to go listen to a past podcast, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Masculine Journey Radio is listener-supported, and we are very thankful for every dollar. But I wanted to take a moment to share a really easy way that you can support us. If you use Amazon to purchase things, all you need to do is go to smile.amazon.com, which is their charity contribution site, and from there, select Good Heart Ministries to support, and Amazon will donate 5% of your purchase to us. To donate or watch a video on how to do this, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. That's MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Dealing with our masculine hearts, and what does the Christian life have to do with any of that? That's why I could not be more excited about what's coming up November 3rd through the 6th. The event that realistically changed my walk with God more than any other thing other than coming to Christ initially was a boot camp. Yes, the team from Masculine Journey Radio is having our own boot camp. Four days, and it's so affordable. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Early bird prices are in effect. MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Welcome back to Masculine Journey. We are talking about just some of the things from the last boot camp that we had. The last show we had the opportunity for some of the campers to talk about what God was doing in their life, but it's impossible to go do something that you feel God has on your heart and not reap something in return. Your God's a very generous giver, and so we got to see just some lives that were really changed. Robbie, I want to ask you about one of the campers there. It never had the opportunity to shoot a gun, and he yeah. told you a little bit about his story. Can you share a little bit of that? Well, it, you know, I think he was my age or in that general vicinity. And, you know, a lot of men, their fathers just didn't engage in that kind of thing. And, you know, he, he was obviously familiar with guns. I think he even had one, but he'd never fired it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I remember, you know, the first person to show me, walk me through that. I had a gun for a while before I ever had a clue how to put a bullet in. I mean, you know, I, I, what do you exactly do you do with this? And, and so... You know, it's kind of cool that God comes back as a father through these adventures that, you know, fortunately men are willing to step out in faith and say, hey, I want to go do that. I want to. And then, you know, in our case, we had Jim Baricki there helping people with a handgun. I enjoyed it. I mean, that's that's something that I enjoy doing. It's, you know, from, you know, somebody took their time to show me what was going on. And if I can pass that information on and you know, have somebody else and enjoy that. It, it, you're right. It's fun to watch, you know, somebody shoot uh, a gun or a weapon for the first time. And um, and I've seen all sorts of things. Uh, a few boot camps back, we saw um, a young boy. He was he was having a grand old time. He was trying to pull that trigger as fast as he could. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had the I had the opportunity this camp, Jim, and, and you did an awesome job with those Thank guys. You. And and watching you coach them through something that was very uncomfortable. And honestly, it was very uncomfortable. For me, mm-hmm. I never really had the opportunity to, to shoot a handgun much. 
maybe pull the trigger a couple times, but to watch you work with my son Eli was really pretty cool. Now, the thing that I have to admit, he shot so much better than I did. <laughs> they <laughs> which, usually do. Yeah, he well, his eyesight's a lot better. Yeah, yeah but the adventure is core <laughs> to the heart coming back alive. All right, It just can't get stuck in adventure. And so one of the things we talk about at the boot camp is understanding the heart of a woman. And I know that sounds kind of weird that a bunch of men talk about understanding the heart of the woman. But, you know, there's things that we just don't have a clue on. And so I'm going to listen to a clip that came from that talk that was, um, well, Robbie, you picked it. Why did you pick this clip? Well, the, the beauty talk is what we call that, or, you know, Eve. And, you know, Sam was doing that talk this, this year. And, you know, I don't know how Sam does it, but he just has a whole lot of insights that he finds from Scripture along the lines of, you know, what we can learn from God about how to call out a beauty, you know, so to speak, or, or to have a beauty to rescue, how to speak truth in it. So in listening to this clip, the the Big Fat Greek Wedding is what we're going to talk about. I'm trying to remember what the guy's name is. But, I, d- I don't remember what it is either. But anyway, the, the, guy. the, the suitor who's going to, you know, date the, the Greek lady, she, he is is showing some phenomenal ways to love a young lady through some situations where she is trying to hide she doesn't want to go there. She wants to buy into some agreements, give Satan a foothold. And yet he works. He walks right through that with such, uh, you know, magnificent love. Uh, obviously at the underneath thing is that he's loving her well and gives us a great example in doing it. He does. And at the first part of this clip, you hear her life as she's just kind of stuck in a rut. And then the second part of the clip is after he's kind of loved her well and, and he's continuing to love her well in this clip. I wish I had a different life. I wish I was braver and prettier or just happy. But it's useless to dream because nothing ever changes. I'm serious. No one in my family has ever gone out with a non-Greek before. No one. And you're... You're... You're just, you know, wonderful. But I just don't see how this is going to work out. So. Work out? What? What's to work out? We're not a different species. Yes, we, we come from different backgrounds. And, and hey, here's some news about my life to this point. And it's boring. And then I met you and you're interesting and you're beautiful and fun. And you got a weird family. Who doesn't? I just want to spend some time with you. I just want to spend a little time with you. Did you say I'm beautiful? As a, we're going to talk a little bit about that clip in a minute, but one of the topics I'm going to ask these guys to share. Um, if we get time in, in the show, is how did God come after your heart? And one of the ways God came after my heart was I had agreed reluctantly. <laughs> no, I'd agreed to do this talk um, because I was really feeling initially pretty disqualified. I'm in the middle of finalizing a divorce uh, from a wife that we were married 23 years. 
And I'm thinking, okay, what gives me any credibility to, to speak on this subject? And, and God just kind of said, you know, you're going to talk about it. And I worked on it, I worked on it, I worked on it, and I thought I kind of had it where God wanted me to have it and went up, and it was just a battle. Uh, it was just brutal. The accusations from the enemy coming in, just feeling um, disqualified, feeling like, you know, you have no credibility, all those kinds of things. And it felt like I was up there four hours you know, talking um, to the point when the it got done, I didn't stick around. I headed outside, you know, and I went out and I, I kind of got in the shelter and I said, God, you know, I'm sorry, I really blew that. And in his kind way, all he said was, you did what I asked you to do. That's all he said. I was like, okay. <laughs> and I got up and came back in and it's just everything my heart needed to hear right then of, I just called you to do something. You know, just do what I've asked you to do and let me worry about everything else. You know, but this was just a, such a, a great movie to see a, a guy loving a woman well. And when she makes these agreements that we talk about, he doesn't even address that, does he, Robbie? No, he, he doesn't go into, you know, you've, you've made an agreement. He, he just holds on to what the truest thing is and, and keeps offering her truth. And what a way to love somebody you know, don't fall off the boat and get all into the argument over what that is. You know what the truth is. He knew she was beautiful. He knew that he had a, you know, that the family wasn't the, a barrier to their relationship. And, and he was just coming forward with truth and holding it up and saying, here it is, take a look. Which speaking of truth, and I know Jim would agree with mm-hmm. me, you know, Sam was about as qualified a human being to give that talk that night um, and it was a remarkable time because yes. we had seen the vulnerability of a pastor stand up and talk mm-hmm. about th- some things that he was struggling with. And then we saw Sam stand up and give this talk where everybody in the place, he didn't, he, he shared right up front that he, he had, he was in the middle of his divorce and whatever. And so everybody saw that Sam wasn't the hero of this talk or that pastor wasn't the hero of his talk. It was God coming through mm-hmm. and the scriptures speaking truth. And the truth was that if God's speaking through you, you couldn't be more qualified. Right? Yeah, it doesn't feel like that in the midst of it. <laughs> but, but you're right, that's what God reminded me. Um, I'm going to go ahead and kind of jump over a little bit, Jim, and just kind of ask okay. you if you could share, how did God kind of come after your heart at this boot camp? Um, at this particular boot camp, I was, I was sharing some stuff with Robbie uh, beforehand. It was, um, it was after we had talked about, um, you know, the warrior into the boot camp and um i sat down in our quiet time and uh, i felt god speak to me delilah and i'm like well w- wait a minute we're not even there you know being to several boot camps <laughs> i was like okay i i'm not to you know to that point where i have to worry about this crazy woman yet um like samson did and you know i kind of just brushed it off and i i, I told um sam that or uh, robbie that i had sat down and uh my uh, room and opened up my Bible and was going to pick up reading where I'd left off. And I found myself in judges. Uh, sure <laughs> enough. What do I start reading about Samson and Delilah? And I'm just like, is this okay? This is definitely from God. I got to finish this story to figure out what's going on. And one of the things I noticed is every time Samson went to do something, he was filled with the Holy spirit. The, the, the Bible says the Lord came upon him. 
And I was reminded at that point that we're at war, but we're not alone. We're not here to do it alone. God is there with us and that we need to let God fight the battles for us. Yes, we're the ones swinging the swords, if you will. But God is there. He's got our back. He's our wingman, if you will. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to let us stumble. And, you know, as we fight the battles and we're obedient to what he has told us to do, it's going to come out the way he intended. Absolutely. We may think it's a mess, but God has a plan far beyond any of us can comprehend because we're all just broken. That's a great point. It's a great point. I really wanted to get to this other clip, but I don't think we're going to have time. And it's from the movie Click because I'm going to ask you a question, Robbie. Um, it's from the movie Click in which this father and son, it, it, pause quickly, it's amazing how God's story comes out in the movies that you don't even think they will. Right. But in the scene, you have Adam Sandler being able to look back on his own life and his interaction with his father and how he wasn't very kind. But the father's response to him was what, Robbie? I he love you. Saying, I love your son. You know, his, if you could see the, the expression on his face was just being heartbroken that his son was so distracted <laughs> that he wasn't involved in the relationship. And, you know, obviously Adam Sandler was looking at his own life, really, you know, feeling like, man, how could I have blown this this bad? I had this time with my dad and I didn't appreciate it. You had the opportunity this boot camp and last boot camp, but more so this boot camp to get some great time with your dad. And how special was that for you and how healing was that for you? Yeah, my dad actually, I did the talk on the father wound. And we were able to take a generational, say, well, here's what happened with my dad did to me. <laughs> and then, you know, his dad did to him. And it was just really cool to have that. But this particular clip, Mike Giannopoulos was doing the talk. And it was on, you know, and my father was two chairs away from me. You know, when we got up after this talk, <laughs> it was a long hug, Sad. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, and just to see your, your father's face during that time, it was such an amazing thing to have you tell your side of the story, which we're used to, but then your dad getting up and showing out his woundedness from when he was a kid helped contribute to some of your woundedness. Right. And how the enemy loves to take that and multiply it. But how God came in and said, no, I'm going to fix this even way back then, and give you guys something brand new. And it was amazing just to see the love. Well, thanks for listening to the show this week. Join us next week as we're going to talk about more of the masculine journey and find out how we can talk about the upcoming boot camp, April 4th. Oh, what a Christmas present, Sam. You can It's April 6th through the 9th. 9th. Yeah, I kept saying 4th. Yeah. 6th through 9th. Nothing better but a Christmas present then. See you next week. <laughs>